We've got a Chili Bowl mutiny underway, and coming up, we'll give you the details. Roll the intro. It is Thursday, July 14th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. So the main topic of yesterday's daily was the new High Limit Sprint Car Series from Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet. And that news initially broke while I was working on yesterday's show. So I just went ahead and added it in since I already had people kind of asking me about it on social media. But Kyle Larson was not done making news yesterday. As part of coverage around the series announcement, Racing America's Matt Weaver asked Larson about his future at the Chili Bowl. And Larson said, quote, I'm just at the point where I want to see the purse grow a lot. So for the time being, and unless that happens, I won't be running it this year. And I know there are a lot of racers that feel the same way, unquote. Whoa, that's a huge thing to say there. There have been rumblings and murmurs about possible heavy hitters not participating in the next edition of the midget event. But this is uh, the first time one of those guys had said something about it publicly. Besides Larson, another name mentioned here is Christopher Bell, but Weaver mentioned in his piece about Larson that he asked Bell the same question a few weeks ago at Nashville, and Bell was noncommittal. He basically said it's too early in the year and he hadn't gotten that far in his thinking yet. So that's not a yes or a no. But potentially, if both Bell and Larson sit out, you'll be missing the champions of the last uh, five of the last six Chili Bowls. That is not an insignificant thing. At least as long as I've been around, say for the last kind of 10-ish years here, there are some uh, complaints every year about the purse at the Chili Bowl. You're getting three to 400 cars, but it still pays the same 10,000 to win that it has for a very long time. And this is all through, uh, you know, we've added prelim nights, there have been rising uh, rising ticket and pit pass prices. And Larson's point is that this event loses some of its cachet being only 10 grand to win when you've got so many other big dirt events paying 50, 100, 150,000 or more to win these days. And until the event organizers make a purse increase, he's not interested in continuing to participate. But keep in mind here, that's easy for Larson to say at this point, uh, as he's got two golden drillers already on his shelf right now. But this is really the first time that we've seen a racer take a stand like this against the Chili Bowl, and he's probably not the last one that's going to do it. I'm guessing this might open the floodgates. But the question will be is, will this actually force Emmett Hahn, who owns the event, to make a change? And from the comments Han made to Weaver, it certainly doesn't sound like it. The event apparently costs over a million dollars to put on when you factor in both the Chili Bowl and the Tulsa Shootout. And Han says he can't pay, uh, pay more to win the event because he just doesn't have it. Han also told Weaver that none of these guys have reached out to him personally to talk about this and that he, quote, will not be backed into a corner, unquote. So Larson or no Larson, it doesn't sound like the purse is going up anytime soon. It'll be something to watch over the next six months as drivers and teams start putting deals together for Tulsa in January. The beauty of this event, at least lately, I think, is that it brings together so many different types of racers in just one event. It's really the only such event like it across motorsports. And obviously, if guys like Bell and Larson are there, it definitely takes something away. But I do believe the event is big enough to continue to draw big crowds and strong fields, regardless of whether a few big names don't attend. There are too many eyes on the racing and drivers will still look at it as an opportunity to get noticed in the sport. And the numbers obviously don't add up when you figure a lot of drivers are probably spending 10000 or more to run the race uh, when it only pays 10000 to win. We are kind of in this era right now of player empowerment in stick and ball sports and drivers and teams in motorsports are looking around and wanting a bigger piece of the pie for themselves also. This is happening right now in NASCAR with the charter agreements coming up uh, for kind of renewal, Formula One team split revenue with Liberty Media. 
And the calls for more money and bigger purses have been happening in dirt racing, especially with the influx of the streaming revenue. But what is fair and who should get what are very complicated questions. The rumors and innuendo have always pointed to Emmett Hahn making a fortune off the Chili Bowl, which is part of the reason I think behind this little uprising. But what if that's not true? What if Hahn really doesn't have the money to pay? Should he in the event be penalized here? And unless the event opens up their books to these guys or to the public, which they would obviously never do, we'll never know the truth anyway. So knowing all of that, the path forward here looks pretty messy. You'll always have plenty of teams and drivers that will show up in Tulsa, even if the event paid a Chili's gift card and a fruitcake. Some just love the event that much. But others, like Larson, may not ever race the event again. This is the quintessential rock and a hard place question. These guys want more money. The event says it doesn't have it. So I'm not sure where that leaves us here. The comment section uh, below uh, is open. Feel free to share your thoughts on uh, on this, uh, either in the comments below or shoot me an email or share your thoughts on uh, on social media as well. Uh, where do you guys stand on all of this? Uh, a lot of crazy things happening over the last 24 hours. Moving over to the racing from last night, David Gravel dominated the Joker's Wild feature at Eldora, picking up his first outlaw win since Paris way back in March. It was 26 races between wins for the big game two car, which is pretty crazy, especially after the fast start they had to 20, uh, 2022. People were talking Gravel as the title favorite. But even as Brad Sweet has only picked up one win this season, Gravel and everyone else chasing the KKF 49 have not been able to take advantage right now. Carson Macedo and Brian Brown were also on the podium, while both Justin Peck and Casey Kane had nice nights, both ending up in the top five as well. Gravel and Macedo did make up a little ground in the standings with Sweet down in eighth, but both Logan Schuhart and Sheldon Huddenshield backed up. Uh, Schuhart was 13th on the night, and Sheldon needed a provisional to make the feature after getting in an early hole in qualifying. He ended up hard charging from 25th to 12th. Other drivers who were on the outside looking in last night included King's Royal winner from a year ago, Tyler Courtney. Sam Haverty, who we've seen, we've seen be fast at Eldora before, NASCAR driver Alex Bowman, and Zeb Wise in that new Rudine ride for him. Last night was the standard outlaw format, but for the return of the historical big one for tonight, things will be different. We'll qualify, do six heats with an invert, which will be determined by the Eldora Wheel of Misfortune. Uh, first through third in heats will make the night's feature along with the two fastest qualifiers that didn't advance from heat races. Everyone else will then head to the B and the C. The winner of Heat 6 will start on the feature poll for tonight. Tight's uh, winner will also take home a very nice $100,000. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula is staying with Donnie Schatz as the win pick. His past history, I think, is just too strong here in the formula. I'm going to go Macedo, though, after what we saw last night from the JJR 41. The racing tonight will be live on Duravision if you are not headed over to Eldora. Out in Kansas last night, Thomas Meserol bagged his second USAC midget win of the year, outdueling Kenan McIntosh and Buddy Kofoid for the victory at Solomon Valley. We had a nice battle between the three in the opening laps, but Timez took over on lap 10 and led the rest of the way. Points leader Kofoid finished second with a hard-charging Ryan Timms in third. Teams have a chance to regroup today with Mid-America Midget Week continuing tomorrow at Jefferson County. In summer nationals action last night, Bobby Pierce was your late model winner uh, at Montpelier Motor Speedway with Nick Hoffman getting his 12th modified win of the year. Both have sizable leads in the standings uh, between the late models and modifies uh, with racing heading over to Shady Hill tonight. The late models still have eight shows left in 2022 while the modifieds have 10. These guys will be also live on Dervision tonight. Looking elsewhere around the country, the Lucas Oil Lay Model Dirt Series is headed to I-70 tonight to run that 3 8 mile track for the first time. That track is in Missouri. This is a co-sanction as well with the MLRA Lay Model Series. We'll get a full program, including a 10,000 to win feature. Following tonight, Lucas then heads to Tri-City and Lucas Oil Speedway this weekend. 
Tim McCready has taken the points lead from Brandon Shepard after the Rocket squad had issues a week ago at Deer Creek. The gap between the two is 50 points right now, while Ricky Thornton Jr. is third, 185 behind T-Mac. The formula likes McCready tonight, but I'm going to go B-Shep to bounce back. Uh, they built a new car this week, so hopefully that will mean some success tonight. This will be live on Flow Racing. Remember, no more Mav TV Plus here as well. And if you want some modified action, the USMTS kicks off Mod Wars tonight at Ogilvy in Minnesota. Dustin Sorensen leads Tanner Mullins and defending champion Derek Ramirez in the standings coming into the weekend. Tonight's show is 3,000 to win with Midwest Mods, Mod 4s, and Hornets also on the card. You can watch this one live over on Race and Dirt. And since we're talking streaming, there are 10 shows on the streaming schedule today. Dervision has the historical big one at Eldora and the Summer Nationals. Flow Racing has the Lucas Late Models at I-70 and Flow 24-7. The USMTS Modifieds are on Race and Dirt. Fast 4 has action from Deming Speedway. And there are four shows over on Speedsport. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.